0: Peace to your hearts. It's your boy E with the Andy Star, host of the Dynasty Podcast. Got a new little setup here going on, messing up with some new equipment. But I, I want to talk about Tom Thibodeau, man. As you can see at the bottom of the screen there, Coach Tibbs, foreshadowing the future, man. So we're gonna talk about his recent comments about um the after the practice that he had, and um just uh what he what he had to say about a bunch of a bunch of things, man. So anyway, without further ado, let's just get into it, Dynasty Podcast. Let's go. <music> Yeah, man. So we're just gonna get right into it. Um, I got this uh video here that I'm of course, sure everybody's heard it a million times already. But I mean, uh, I know people have been playing it, and um, you know, they they're getting some point points, whatever. But I feel like uh, I always call uh Tom Thibodeau Zordon because he sounds like Zordon. He's like this little Power Rangers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, you know every time i hear him talk i, I hear D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d. you know what i'm saying but i mean he's he's speaking as if he just stepped out of a, a hot tub time machine or something like that but anyway let's let's just um get into what he actually said so um let's just play it from right after the the reporter asked him the question the
1: system is set up to help the uh the team that drafted the player to keep him. and so there's a big advantage so it's hard to you know, get someone to leave. But, uh, you know, every every player, every situation is different. So uh, you plan for uh, everything. I think being opportunistic is important uh, sometimes.
0: So I'm just going to stop it there, man, because, like, it is true. Every year uh, teams think that they're going to do well and they end up doing bad. And then some teams start complaining about their minutes, complaining about the, the success of the team, and they want out. So um, one team I want to throw out there, um, you know, right off the bat, is the Clippers. You know, they just signed uh, Paul George, to all us money. Uh, you know, they went and uh, and got. They tried to. They're trying to appease Kawhi Leonard. They went and got uh, uh, Serge Ibaka, and um, they to me they didn't really improve the roster so much. You know, they they um they re-signed a couple guys or whatever. So uh, with the West the way that it is, and the, and the, the different changes that they've they've made over there, uh, it's possible that somebody like Kawhi Leonard could. Become available, like he might want to get out of there, just because they changed the um coach for him. Um, Tyronn is there. Uh, maybe Tyron Lewis not not up. You know, it's, this is all speculation. So I mean, we um there's also another uh, another one. Jamar uh, de DeRozan is um dangling over there in San Antonio. We don't know what San Antonio is gonna do. So I mean, the Knicks have excess in, in um in um trade. Uh, chips, you know, with um, Randall because we already have Obi topping. We got a whole bunch of guards that we could just pick them together and um bunch them to, to um get a package together to make it work. And we have a shitload of, of draft picks, man. So I mean, you know, it's possible for us to make a move for Kawhi because we also have uh, a whole bunch of cap space too. So we can offer teams uh cap relief. We can offer them a couple um usable players, and we could send them a bunch of draft picks, man. So a guy like Kawhi, if they if he was to become available through to um you know the um the Clippers. Just being bad, you know, because I, I could see that happening because the Clippers are, are the, um, the New York um, Knicks of the West, you know, so I could totally see that. So you can go down the line to whatever team that you think, uh, you know, um, the Knicks have um, probably like the best one of the best packages to put together to get a, a group of decent players together and also a bunch of draft picks plus cap relief. You know what I'm saying. So that's something that that will that will be appealing to um to some teams. Here's another team, Sacramento. Sacramento has Deion Fox over there. They just drafted Halliburton. Maybe they want to get um out of that contract. You know, because uh you know uh what's what's the other guy um uh I keep forgetting the freaking guy's name. But um you know their shooting guard um Heel. Oh my God. Buddy Heal over there, you know, he's been speculating of being traded and this, that, and the other, but he's still there. They ended up trading his backup or the one that they put ahead of him, you know. They ended up trading – not trading him, um, letting him go to Atlanta, and he signed a big contract there. So I feel like Sacramento's another team that could be dangling. Maybe De'Aaron Fox will be uh, a point guard that we can pull away from Sacramento because we do have young guys to throw in the mix to send on Sacramento. Also, we have the draft picks to send too. So I I know um, next year is going to be a big draft. You know, uh, talented draft too. But if you have a, a chance to get Darren Fox, then you just do it because right now, uh, you know, R.J. Barrett, uh, whatever your favorite player on the Knicks is, Obi Top and R.J. Barrett, they're they're on on a certain um, you know, uh, wave. So you want to catch R.J. Barrett while he's good, you know. So I, I don't want to get ahead of myself in this conversation, but um, you know, it's, this is all possible, man. Like like R.J. Barrett is on his way up, man. You don't want him to be to be uh, in a situation where he's like Kristaps, where he's disgruntled that he wants to get out of here. You know what I'm saying. So we have to catch these things early. And I, and I, you know, I, I'm so happy that that um that I actually agree with um Tom Thibodeau. And um you know I feel like he's in agreement with me too. So I feel like uh you know I I just feel happy about what the situation with the Knicks man. So let, let me let me just continue what um, on what um t- on Tom Thibodeau was saying.
1: Sometimes there's situations that arise, you know, with whether it be through free agency or trade. But I think every day that has to be a prior priority for the organization to seek out those opportunities and and I think when you look at, you know, what's going on in the league, uh things can change very quickly. Um and so you you work every day with your player development, you 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 know, try to improve through through the draft and then you have free agency and you have trades.
0: And, uh... So I'll stop it there as well. So he basically just reiterated everything I just said, and um, just uh, you know we had to build through the draft. Uh, we did that two years in a row with um, RJ. I'm anticipating Obi Toppin being a decent player as well. So you already did that. You got your two draft picks the last two years. I uh, like like um you know I know guys are not gonna like this, but forget about Mitch, forget about Knox, forget about Frank. We're not developing those guys. That, that's over, man. We, we are, we are at, at a level now. We just drafted um RJ Barrett last year that looks like he's gonna be, you know, like a um Jimmy Butler style of guy, that he's gonna be uh, you know, like um like a franchise talent that um develops and gets better over time. Not develops, he just gets he just starts to come into his own, you're not necessarily developing because RJ Barrett it, to me it seems like he's gonna be like uh you know an eventual uh, 20 point a game scorer. Just, just uh, based on the, on the, his hunger, uh, his basic ability to to um, bump guys off his body and finish, you know, the mid range game, all these different things that he does. That's that to me shows that somebody that that's um that's a pro scorer in in um in the NBA. So um you know we already got that guy. And then Obi Toppin, he seems like a versatile big guy. We don't know how good he's gonna be, you know. Um, but um he, he can he's like he has so much energy. That first preseason game was crazy. So I mean like and then he has a jump shot. He showed it a little bit in the second game with some of the long bombs that he that he threw out there. Uh even though he missed a lot in, in um in the in the preseason. But um you, you could tell that that jump shot is gonna be something that's that's gonna be going in for him. Now also to pick and roll, posting up, he could do all that stuff, man. So we got two pieces now that that are prime ready for the next level, man. So um so now the 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 next the next step is is a trade and a signing. So I mean, who are we going to sign? Who are we going to trade? The, whole, the like, like, just like Tom Thibodeau was saying that, um, like you can't just sit on sit on your on your fingers and, and hope um something happens. You know, you can't just sit every year. And just hope to keep drafting guys or um guys that are not good keep um talking about developing these guys to make them better. If they're not good, then that's just not gonna be good, man. So we have to be um we have to be opportunistic, just like Tom Thibodeau said, this is not something that I'm making up. I I have say this all the time on my, on my, on my podcast. I kind of spazzed out on my last one. You know, talking about Tom Thibodeau and stuff like that, but it's straight out the horse's mouth. He's saying exactly the same, the same thing I'm saying. You know, it's the same feeling that I have. You know, uh, we have to draft well, yes, we have to build with from within, you know, but we also had to keep the cap right. We're doing all of this. We're doing all of this. So now we're prime and ready for an opportunistic time to snatch a player away from another team, a good player. I'm talking about a uh, borderline all-star, maybe even an all-star caliber um, um player from another team with the assets that we have, and then um after after that um blends together. Now let's say I mentioned Jaron Fox, right? So let's say let's say if we was to um uh, trade for Jaron Fox, right? And then uh, now we got R.J., we got Obi Toppin. You know we still got mentioned those guys. So you could talk about them too because they're gonna be in the mix. But um after you get that, now now you look at at um, at, um now you look attractive now. You look attractive to to um players around the league, so maybe maybe um um the next offseason we could be prime um and and ready for, um the signing the next signing that comes in. So um maybe maybe we have R.J. Maybe we have Obi. Maybe we have a De'Aaron Fox. And just hypothetically, man, you know um you know and we have some of the other guys too hanging around. Uh, we could sign a a, a high level guy, and um and now all of a sudden you are building something here. You know, now all of a sudden you put yourself in a position that um that now the Knicks are, are gonna be buzzing you know so now now you're gonna be in the market of getting that player to get you over the hump that um that missing piece you know after you get you know um you know that 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 trade like I say like I say like a De'Aaron fox or make that Knicks sign in now you're looking for now you have your team now you're looking for that extra piece to get you to the championship level so I mean that's what Tom Thibodeau is basically um saying in, in this, these little comments, man. So just just in case I miss anything, I'm gonna just continue playing this video. Uh,
1: I think you have to be very aggressive in in each area.
0: Uh, sitting back and waiting sometimes is not a good thing.
1: Next question.
0: So um that's basically it. I, I know later on somebody else asked him another question too, but I, I totally agree with um with um Tom Thibodeau's sentiment, man. And then just the way that his body language is and everything. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's so much that he's putting the um, organization on notice. It's more uh, about um, about uh, these guys uh, coming together because I know the front office and all these guys before Tom Thibodeau signed. You know, because Tom Thibodeau, you know, he downgraded himself. He wanted to be the president, right? So he comes here to get his dream job to be a coach. So um, of course, if in order for him to accept this um, type of position, he's going to demand certain things uh, from the from the, um, the front office or whatever. So up until this point. This new regime seems like everyone is like this, man. Seem like everybody is um intertwined with each other, the same philosophies and stuff. Even the players on the court. Um, RJ, uh, you know, is like the, the new up and coming person coming up. Then you got OB, you know, the same type of um, mentality. You know, forget about um um Randall, forget about some of these other guys that are that are making the team, uh that are, that are that are triggering you. Alfred Payton and all these different guys. Forget about these guys that are triggering you. These guys are not probably not gonna be on the team when when the Knicks make their next that next step. You never know. But when the Knicks make that next step, these little guys are just gonna be fringe players in the big picture of things, man. So, uh, you know, I j- I just wanted to uh, to to bring that point up to um, to my guys, man. I, I know all my diehard Knicks fans out there. You know, um, you enjoy the team. Uh, Twitter's going crazy. Like I mentioned in my last episode, the guys were talking about Tips being on the hot seat because they're not playing their favorite player. Uh, guys, got to get organized. You know, when I'm talking about guys, I'm talking about us fans. We got to get organized and just see what guys are saying. We got Zord on here on on the, the right of me. Uh, you know he's saying he's saying something, and um you have you have to take it from the, the horse's mouth. This is what he's saying. You know he is like the, like the head coach is the, is the um is like like the the president. You know of of like uh the United States. You know the president is not the most important person, but he is the figurehead. You know so uh you know Tom Thibodeau is the coach of the Knicks. He is the figurehead. He's not the one making the uh, front office decisions, uh, trades and stuff like that. He is a part of it. But um you know it's just like um uh, branches of government. Uh, judicial, uh, you know, uh, Congress and um the presidential, you know. So I mean, all these guys together, these that they, they make um make this country, and of course the people, the people are the one that vote these guys in. So I mean, the people is us, you know. We're all involved in this, man. So in order in order for this to be expedited, in order for it to, to work, we have to believe in this, man. We have to see what's going on and stop the de- um developing all, all these psycho and um fantasy, uh you know type of um you know conversations all the time. Uh, still talking about developing these guys and putting too much emphasis on that all oh, we need to get the, get the kids you know it's it's too much emphasis on that right now we are roster building we are in a, in a in a position now where where like i said we um uh, we have um we are in good cap space you know we have good um good cap uh no um player on on the team is um signed to like a big albatross contract the highest um salary player that we have is Julius Randle with 18 million um the next three people make 6 million and one of them is um, uh Joakim Noah you know, so it's it's bugged out. Uh, the Knicks have plenty of one-year contracts, so we have a lot of movable pieces. So, um, these one-year guys, you know, we, we can package them and throw them in, like I said, into a deal, uh, for for a dangling player that be, that just becomes available. Like I said, I I I said the Aaron Fox's um name a little bit too much in this episode, but um, look look at what um Sacramento's doing. They just drafted Halliburton for what. You know why did they draft Halliburton? They already got De'Aaron Fox. What does that say? That they're not really enthusiastic about the way that the team looks around De'Aaron Fox. I mentioned Buddy Hill. I can't. I can never get his name right. But um, they were They was thinking about trading him, but then they let the um the Euro guy go. So why did they let the Euro guy um go for the for the money? And uh, Buddy Hill is still here, and they don't like Billy Buddy Hill? You know. So you know, on teams like that that don't know what the hell they're doing. You know, the Knicks can be um can be like, yo, we could take these guys off your hands. You know, we got the assets. You know what I'm saying, and and there it goes. Uh, I mentioned Kawhi as well. Uh, the Clippers are, are are primed to be um, shit again, you know, because um they blew their low last um you know last playoffs. They had um, all the players that they needed, you know the um you know what's what's the that that dude that um went to um Houston not Houston um he came from Houston but he went to the Lakers. Uh, you know you know they, they lost some of their big guys and then they resigned um Marcus Morris and. And uh, what's the other the other dude that was in from Detroit? Uh Reggie Reggie Jackson. I mean, yeah, uh Lou Williams, uh, you know, caused a, a big locker room riff with the whole um strip club stuff. And uh you can just go down the line. Uh even um Quiet Leonard himself is is kind of like a diva. He's um been asking for a lot of preferential uh treatment. Uh he wants his own separate room where he could stretch before games, all kind of different diva stuff. You know what I'm saying? So this is all a bunch of things that, that could mess up. Uh, the whole thing, and then also they they gave all this money to um, Paul George for no reason when um, when the team is clearly in disarray. So what did they do to um to to make that better? Is that they give Paul George an extension for no reason, you know? And with um Kawhi Leonard um, facing free agency in, in the summertime, so it's it's just bugged out. The Knicks are are, are in a good spot. Uh, we're prime and ready to be opportunistic to grab anybody that we did, um, that um that's available. You know, and then if you look around the league, not too many teams have um have the 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 cap space and, and the draft picks and stuff like that that we do. You know, so like like I said, this is a great time to be to be a Knicks fan. And uh, if if you're wasting a, a, all your time throughout the day on on Twitter on the message boards, um. You know when when the show when um, these guys live shows come out whether it be talk show radio or uh um, you know YouTube stuff if you're making calls and you're in the chats and all you're doing is complaining about the same thing over and over again you, you're clearly not paying attention to what anybody that that's in the know is saying. Tom Thibodeau said it out of his own mouth that, that that um sitting sitting on your hands you know uh is not the way to go you know wasting your time on on certain things certain things that's not um that's not happening you know f- for you it's not the way to go you know i, I mentioned Chris Stapps, and uh Stapps is the perfect example cuz we don't want rj or obi to get to the point where they're 20 point a game scorers now and they feel like okay well when free agency comes i don't want to be here you know when i uh, when i become uh you know up for my um you know uh restricted uh you know restricted uh free agency contract uh i'm going to ask you not to accept it the same way that that, that um european kid in sacramento with atlanta said yo you tried to trade me to to the bucks i don't want to go to the bucks uh, I want to go to Atlanta. Let me go in Sacramento. Just let them go. You know, look like a bunch of assholes. You know what I'm saying? So we can't. We can't. Uh, um, uh, you know, uh, if if you don't know the past, then then uh, you're just doomed to repeat it, man. You have to learn uh, your history. You have to know your history in order to know. Um, you know, know what's going to happen in the future. And um, you know, uh, you know, another comparison with Tom Thibodeau is, um Cable. If you're familiar with the Marvel, um, Cable was a time traveler. You know, and um, you know the, the way that, that Tom Thibodeau talks, he talks as if as if that he knows uh, something, like like he's seen the future. And he's here. He's speaking in parables and stuff like that. Uh, but he's he's like just like Zordon. Zordon is supposed to be in another dimension, and he's talking through the mach- through the machine or whatever to the Power Rangers or whatever. So I mean that that's I make that comparison because um you know it just makes sense to me. But with any Star host of the dynasty podcast, I'm putting four fingers to the forehead, tucking the thumb salute, and I see you guys on the next one, man. So tune in for that. Uh, you know, Sim has something wrong with it with his um with his grill, you know, I don't want to, you know, be telling people's business and stuff, man, but tomorrow we should, um, you know, hopefully tomorrow we should get together with, um, Roy Hebrew and do that MBK, uh, podcast episode, man. So tune in for that. Uh, once again, shout out to the chat and, uh, I see you guys out there, man. Peace and love.